Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 141 of the Social Liability Podcast, the podcast we discuss those folks in our lives that violate the social contracts that we all agree to live by. I am your host, the Raz, with my co-host, the Buck, bringing new and interesting stories from the far reaches of the internet. Buck, uh, it just seems like there was a recurring theme this week. It wasn't intentional. I swear to God, it wasn't. But a lot of these stories you sent me. So have you read these at all? Very briefly, man. Right. Very, very briefly. Right on. It's 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 kind of like the reverse, you know. You don't you don't read through the subcockles things too much, and you know, I do my best to vet them out a little bit before I send them off to you. Thanks to you know two years of some egregious mistakes with articles. You know, I have to vet them out a little bit, but no, I I don't I didn't read through them. So Buck brought up an interesting thing there, and a great segue into just a reminder everyone, we do have a second podcast called The Subcockles of Reddit that Buck is the host of. And it's all about the different subreddits and stuff we used to cover on our Wednesday show that uh it's just kind of branched off into its own thing. So make sure you're checking that out. Again, it's called the Subcockles of Reddit. But Buck, we're gonna jump right into the social liability podcast with a story from local10.com. Uh Pompano Beach Lieutenant suspended for having sex with woman at the fire station. <laughs> a Pompano Beach fire rescue lieutenant has been suspended through October 12th for admittedly having sex with a woman he met online inside his sleeping quarters at the fire station where he works. According to records first obtained by South Florida's uh, Sun Sentinel, the incident in question occurred on May 25th. A report from the Broward County Sheriff's Office states that Lieutenant Travis Darisaw approached a deputy who was conducting a static patrol in the area parked uh, in the back parking lot of the fire station. Yeah, I love that. I was, I was performing a static patrol in the area. No, he was hiding in the parking lot of the fire station. Just fucking say what it is. Uh, and told him that he had met a woman online and he invited her to the fire station to have sex with him. But he said when she left the fire station, she called him up asking how much uh, he liked his job and told him he would need to pay her $1,300 or else she would call the police and say she was raped. According to the report, the woman called uh, Darisaw while he was speaking to the deputy and the deputy told him to answer the call and put it on speakerphone. The deputy reported the woman sounded aggravated because the lieutenant didn't give her the money yet. Listen, I swear to God, I'm done with this shit, Okay. She was recorded on body cam saying, so if you could uh, bring it off or I'm bring it off, what what does that mean? Or I'm calling the fucking police. Lieutenant Darisaw responded by saying, please don't take all the money on my card. Uh, I'm going to take 300 off of this card and bring you the card right back. Uh, You can stay on the phone with me, check your balance. And if I swipe it, you can lock it right then. Lieutenant Darisaw asked if he had to pay her another thousand, and the woman dem- and the woman responded, "Yeah, you do." <laughs> Deputies say the woman began uh, sus- uh, suspicious, became suspicious, and asked Darisaw whether she was being recorded. She then called the agency shortly after she reported she had been raped by a black male in a firefighter uniform. According to the BSO reports, messages between the two from the online app were sexual in nature, and she showed that she uh, agreed to meet with him at the fire station shortly before 1 a.m. that morning. Darisaw is facing disciplinary action due to his actions of bringing someone into the place of work on duty to have sex. He was suspended without pay on August 13th and will return to work on October 16th. Uh, 
you can argue that you are urged to consider this an opportunity to learn and improve, the fire chief said. Your personal record uh, and years of service have been taken into consideration during disciplinary process. I had also considered your honesty and fort, uh, fort, fortrightness in uh, bringing the issue to my attention prior to the complaint being filed. It is unclear at this time whether the woman involved in the incident is facing extortion charges. Uh, well, she should. Um, and I'm surprised he kept his job, really. But I'm, I'm not. I'm not at all. I mean, they did. They 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 wrapped up that uh, that package pretty nice. Years of exemplary service, discipline free. Guy's got a great track record, and you know what? Really, the only rule he broke was bringing somebody in to have sex with him. The fact that it blew up into this whole shit show of a fucking mess that ain't his fault. It's not his fault that she flipped the fucking bitch switch and turned from a one night stand into into a horror story. Like that that it serves him right. You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. I'm not saying that, you know, the guy should have got off scot free, but when the hammer of justice was swung, I think it was done pretty fairly. Guy got suspended. Guy got guy got, you know, punished for, you know, breaking of a, a pretty serious rule. You know, suspended without pay, good my, track record. My guy's never had an incident before. Fuck yeah, yeah, but my problem with it is, is he's lieutenant. He's supposed to be the guy in charge. He's supposed to be the guy enforcing the rules. He's supposed to be the guy making sure everyone follows the rules. And he was breaking them. So how many other ones are being broken on a daily basis? But uh, I, let's just let's just leave that one where it lies. Yeah, bitch switch is definitely right. Um, woman's a cunt. Let's <laughs> face reality. I mean, yeah. Let's just call a spade a spade. Yeah, I mean, and you'd you'd think that she'd have a little bit more sense. You know, she knows uh, if you're going to extort somebody, you got to do it like the 1980s style, like movies. You got to do it in public. Got to like sneak up at them when they're grabbing a coffee and being like, if you don't do this, you know, or have a you'll pay. Have some uh, pay, have some some random random kid you give twenty bucks to to deliver the message. <laughs> yeah, man, rock through the fucking window, you know, on a piece of paper with you know magazine letters cut out and glued in the paste, pasted into place so that the words are spelled out. Like, pay me or else. You know, somebody oddly, with like a glue stick and a pair of twiz- tweezers, it, like it, it is oddly sticks it on there. It is oddly specific that she wanted thirteen hundred dollars. That is oddly specific it, number. <laughs> anyway, you know what though? That sounds like rent. It kind of does. <laughs> no, I mean, you know what would what, you know? Bitch switch definitely flipped here, but what was the catalyst? What sparked this conflagration of, of you know, cuntiness? Well, Buck, our next story comes from Wear TV. Uh, this is an ABC affiliate. Deputies break into uh, Escambia, I think. <laughs> Man breaks Escambia. into Escambia County Little Caesars and falls through the ceiling. 
A Milton man is charged with breaking into a Little Caesars, stealing items, and damaging the store. Deputies arrested Chad Corn. <laughs> this fucking Chad Corn. Uh, Chad Corn, 35, Saturday morning. He's charged with burglary and larceny. According to the county sheriff's office, the incident happened at a, on Little Caesars on Navy Boulevard. Deputies say Corn <laughs> entered overnight through the front door, which was unsecured. Once inside, he grabbed water bottles and food items. Sheriffs say at one point he removed ceiling tiles and began crawling through the ceiling before falling through. Corn <laughs> was eventually detained by deputies after crawling out the drive-through window. <laughs> he was wearing only boxer shorts, socks, and a little Caesar's apron. <laughs> Corn is being held at the county jail on $30,000 bond. <laughs> so, so basically, Chad Corn, the 35-year-old turd, was effectively flushed out of the roof like See, a I... stubborn shit into a Little Caesars. Dude, when I read the, I, I when can... I read the headline, it's like he falls through. I figured that's how he was breaking in. He's breaking in through the through the roof and fell through the ceiling, but no, the fucking you know minimum wage high school kids that got working at Little Caesars forgot to lock the door, and this dude rolls in and for some reason decides to crawl through the ceiling. Probably has something to do with the fact that he was only wearing boxers, uh, socks, and an apron. I, I have imagined that uh, Mister Mister Corn was under the influence of something and decided he needed a $5 hot and ready. <laughs> at least, at least he had on the apron. You don't want to burn the subcockles making that pizza, I guess. You know, safe serve. You know, to, you know he probably, probably had gloves on, too, or at least up there in the roof. <laughs> you know, probably... I'd like to think it was either that or for some reason, like he forgot the code to the security system. And he's just trying to like Ethan hunt his way into the fucking little Caesars, like through the security system, you know, a little mission impossible style. You know, we don't know if there was another person up there. Like somebody could have been holding the rope. <laughs> I wanna, like, I, I do we it. don't, Somebody needs to find this boy's mama and slap her for naming him Chad Corn. <laughs> well, you know, you don't pick your last name. You actually can. When when they is you can but that and when they know. when a baby's born, you know, you can name it whatever you want. It doesn't have to have your last name. This is true. So mama needs slapped on this, this one. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, she should have given him a multi-syllable first name. <laughs> if you're going to keep corn as... Like, it, like, it's just so... She could have at least like, named him Caramel. Bleh. <laughs> that would have been... See, yes! Uh, I'm going to be... I'm going to lose ch- sleep over that missed opportunity. <laughs> or Cheddar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's even better. <laughs> All um, right. Buck, our next story comes from our favorite website, the Florida Free Press. Florida man who pretends to be a surgeon and rip off women on dating sites gets nine years. I believe we've talked about this guy before, but it, was, it hadn't gone to, to trial just yet. Um, 
Brian Bernard Wedgworth. God, that sounds like such a like Beverly Hills type name, doesn't it? Brian, 47, formerly of Tallahassee, Florida and Centerpoint, Alabama, was sentenced to nine years in federal prison for, alleged, for pleading guilty on May 19th to 25 counts of wire fraud, mail fraud, aggravated identity theft, and money laundering. Jeez. Uh, our citizens should not be preyed upon these, by these fraudsters who steal through overtures of affection. <laughs> Oh, someone hurt you, didn't they, Mr. District Attorney? <laughs> According to court documents between October uh, 2016 and March 2021, Wedgworth devised a scheme to defraud women located across the country he met through dating forums by falsely representing himself as a physician in order to fraudulently obtain money and property from them. In doing so, Wedgworth made promises to the women to induce them uh, to send him money and buy him jewelry and watches. Wedgworth admitted to causing or intending to cause a total loss of over $1.3 million to over 30 women who he victimized as a result of his scheme. <laughs> Wedgworth's federal prison sentence will be followed by three years of supervised release. He will also be required to pay $1,161,325.82 in restitution. Now, they listed all of his aliases, okay? So aliases include Dr. Brian Anderson, Dr. Anthony Watkins, Dr. Brian Adams, Dr. <laughs> Edward Chen, <laughs> Dr. Brian Chris, Dr. Chris Williamson, Dr. Brian Christopher Williamson, Dr. Brian Edwards, Dr. Emerson, Dr. Brian Lamar Wilson, Dr. Brian Wilson, Dr. Brian Mims, and Dr. Brian Lamar Sims. <laughs> God damn. Dude could do a master you know, class you can... on online dating. <laughs> no, man. You know, he probably could, but you can see that he's... The reason he got caught is look at his originality, man. Right? <laughs> you, get, you, got a lo you got enough women you've scammed that are all looking for a dude named Brian. And then you got, like, one Edward Chen. I love that. I love was. how he <laughs> I love the Chen thrown in there. <laughs> this this black just, guy named I'm, Chen. I'm, <laughs> I'm just almost a little upset that it wasn't Brian. Like he really he really just should have stuck with it. He should have either made it Brian Chen or Lamar Chen. Like he should have just stuck with the safe zone. The Edward Chen is probably the anomaly that helped the whole fucking piece of the puzzle like fit together. Like they had all these Brian's out here and they were like, they're all, they're all so similar, blah, blah. And then there's the Edward Chen. And then they're like, they're all linked to that. We don't know who the real guy is, but we're going to find this Edward Chen dude. And then it all just unraveled from there. Like Edward Chen was the fucking, the, the 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 keystone that got ripped out of this you know wall of con well it's 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 you know it's gotten to the point now where most people are not meeting at bars they're not meeting at uh, at, at speed dating they're they're meeting online so it, it probably happens a hell of a lot more than we are ever going to realize because most people when this happens to them they're they're embarrassed and they don't want to don't want to talk about it they definitely don't want to tell the police because the police are going to say, oh, well, that sucks. And they're usually not going to fucking follow up on it. 
Eh, either way, guy's a slice of shit. He is. I'm actually and, quite uh, shocked at the sentence they gave him. I mean, somebody hurt that DA or that judge because I would not have expected a sentence like that. Hmm. Okay, but let's move on to Vice.com. Thousands are holed up in a politician's farm waiting for the end of the world. Huddled together in a private farmhouse, thousands of people have spent days anticipating a biblical flood that will engulf all of the world, except one farm in rural Cambodia. <laughs> when a politician started sharing his doomsday prophecy on Facebook last week, his supporters left their lives behind and traveled from around the country to the northwestern Cambodian Siem Reap province. According to authorities, some even travels from as far as South Korea to seek refuge from the apocalypse, prompting the Cambodian embassy in Seoul to issue a public statement warning migrant workers about abandoning their jobs to fly home. Photos posted on Kahim Vizna's Facebook page, which has over 370,000 thousand followers should a large crowd assembled at his farm it is unclear exactly how many people have gathered there though authorities estimate the number to be around 15 to 20,000 on monday with signs of more people still streaming in among those who travel to his farm are families from with children and elderly relatives the swelling crowds have raised eyebrows among locals and residents and and officials have complained about disorderly conduct those waiting out the apocalypse at the farmhouse have passed the time listening to the preachings of the president of the small but well-established opposition group, the leader of the Democracy Party, I'm sorry, League for Democracy Party. Those who were un- unable to squeeze into the crowded farm instead listened through loudspeakers installed outside its gates. <laughs> Long known for his scathing rhetoric, Viznia. Uh, has been critical of both the Cambodian government and other members of the country's dwindling political opposition. In 2018 national elections, one widely decried as rigged in favor of the ruling Cambodian People's Party, Venezia led the LDP to almost 310,000 votes. A senior lecturer at Ludd University Center for East and Southeastern Asian Studies said that Viznia's population may be uh, explained by the fact that he fills a void in the country's stifled political landscape. Even though the opposition has been allowed to resurrect to some extent Cambodia, it is still very much by now uh, one, a one-party mandate, period. Viznia denounced politics and brought his followers with him on a journey to become a sort of malarian social movement. Uh, it's evidently speaks to the people in their global uncertainty in these rather dark times. In recent years, Venezia has been veering away from politics and cultivating a cult-like persona among his thousands of followers, referred to himself as uh, Brahma, a religious title broadly meaning Heavenly King. The growing cult grew around Venezia's uh, escalated on August 23rd when he made a series of apocalyptic predictions on his Facebook page. He has claimed that a black hole in the spine has been sending him messages about an impending flood and will wipe out the earth, adding that his farm was the only place it would be spared this catastrophe, urging people to join him there. I can't sleep. Whenever I sleep, my spinal cord is pulling so hard because the world is breaking down. 
the water is flowing into the gap. Venezius specifically called for his supporters in South Korea to return home. In 2017, he traveled to the country, which hosts over 30,000 Cambodian migrant workers, to recruit supporters for his movement. In a Facebook post, Labor Minister uh, spokesman Hang Chul urged Cambodian workers to, in South Korea to exercise discretion against what he called one individual's superstition. Quitting jobs to return to Cambodia slowly affects the reputation uh, of... It, it, it just goes on and on about this. Um, and it, it's a rather long article. Um, but it does say that uh, on Tuesday, some of the people have left, though a large crowd still remains. Authorities have set up a barricade at the entrance to the farm in an attempt to prevent more people from entering. Uh, with the farmhouse unable to accommodate the massive crowds, some of his supporters have resorted to sleeping in tents along the road or renting nearby rooms, according to local authorities. These supporters are also defecating in inappropriate places due to the lack of access to toilets. While residents uh, complained about the influx of visitors, some, such as the restaurants and taxi drivers, said they welcomed the business and rushed to the district. <laughs> Damn, I love a good cult leader. Well, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, it's a cult that's not passing out Kool-Aid, and it's supporting and bolstering the local economy. That, that'll, be his, mean, that'll be his whole platform next. I didn't actually believe there was a flood, but we did have an economic crisis, and I helped, <laughs> I helped cure, cure it. <laughs> hey, man, hey. Religions have Hope been founded upon... Like, he, he he might have something there, man. You know, people thought Joseph Smith was crazy. Look at the following he got. They still think he's crazy. Well, there's a lot. They, there's a lot of there's a lot of money that goes into that camp. Oh God, yes. Yeah, you know? yeah, and that that's what I'm saying. Like Cambodia might be the uh, the next hot spot. You Who know? knows. <laughs> You'd be surprised, but a couple of rocks and a cool hat will fucking tell you. I thought it was plates. Yeah, but that's how he translated them with the stones and the hat. I knew it was. I knew he like read it from the hat. I didn't know anything. Was... <laughs> Where were the stones? Oh, there, there, there were like the translation stones. I, you know, I'd have to get caregiver Katie to give a a better synopsis of that. You know, is. Like, it sucks to say I don't want to make fun of it while I'm actively making fun of it. But I want to make fun of it correctly. Very true. So, so I mean, like, if I'm going to start cracking jokes, I mean, like, there's a lot of people, like, going on and on about the Mormon church and this and that and the other thing, Latter-day Saints and whatever, whatever. And uh, if I'm going to jump on that bandwagon, even, like, for a moment, I want to make sure that I know what the fuck I'm talking about. So... You know, there was a lot. There was rocks. There was a hat. There was some. There were the golden plates, and a religion was founded that is now like very wealthy. It was a very lucrative, very lucrative thing that that just, that he uh, just tell me started they started there. Just tell me they still have the hat. Is the hat on display you know, until they they pay no, homage no, no, to no. the hat? I, I don't know if they pay homage to the hat, but I do know that the uh, that the plates. No, we don't. We don't know where they are, and uh, 
as far as like the hat and you know other other tokens and trinkets and stuffs, I'm not sure. And um, you know that it, it just is what it is. And unfortunately, thanks to a promise I made that man, before, without ever meeting him, uh, I'm not gonna speak badly about him. I can't. I'm 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 bound to that. So. You know, I'll I'll leave it there. You know, Joseph Smith is also a Freemason. I think or he was. was. <laughs> well, I, I don't know until there's confirmation that he's been like, you know, taken out of the the ranks. I'm I'm not gonna bash the man. That's that's just that's that's a Masonic thing. But either way, you know. I just I could see them starting a similar movement in Cambodia is the point. Very true. Okay, let's go to a quick break and we'll be back with more social liability stories. All right, Buck, we're back and we're going to talk about InsideTheMagic.net. It seems like we've been having a lot of stories from this little blog website. It has everything to do about Disney World or Disneyland, whatever, you know, anything Disney. Adult film star making explicit content shuts down Disney ride. (laughs) A Disney World ride was recently shut down after an adult film star shared that they were making explicit content on the attraction. Walt Disney World Resort is the home to many magical attractions that draw millions of guests from all over the world. When visiting the Magic Kingdom, Disney Park guests have the opportunity to experience many world-class rides, including the Haunted Mansion, Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, Jungle Cruise, and It's a Small World. Fuck that. Don't ever get on that goddamn ride. If it still exists when you go there, do not get on that ride. You will fucking want to ice pick your ears. I digress. However, it seems that one guest recently caused a Disney World ride to come to a stop for breaking the rules. User Rebecca Starshine shared a video on TikTok showing the under-the-sea journey of the Little Mermaid stopped and said it was because she was making explicit content. Ooh, fun. Uh, It was worth getting banned for, to be honest, she says. Uh, The user shared that she was banned following the incident. A TikTok video which has since received nearly 100,000 views. The first time that an incident of this nature has occurred at Walt Disney World. No, it's not. (laughs) Disney World cast members shared that a couple was caught performing sex acts on Splash Mountain. And in other theme park news, a couple was arrested at Cedar Point just weeks after having relations on the ride. It should be noted that every Disney World attraction has security cameras strategically placed throughout the ride and guest behavior while riding is constantly being monitored for their safety. Uh, Disney has specific rules against inappropriate guest behavior and anyone who does not follow these guidelines will be escorted out of the park, banned, and depending on the severity of the situation, even arrested. A Disney's official description of the Under the Sea ride reads, Revisit this classic tale of one lucky little mermaid who found true love and legs. <laughs> and it goes on. Uh, but yeah, so apparently they were getting their giggity on on the Little Mermaid ride. That's funny. That's so, that's so gangster. Right? All her TikTok, <laughs> her TikTok account is gone. Why? No. I'll tell you why. I want to see it. <laughs> because, you know, there, there there is a certain degree of, like, humor and whatever, whatever. But 
that's not what Disney's for. And like, I mean, like, have a little bit of freaking sense before you just start whipping it out, doing shit in public places, especially when like a very, very large percentage of the crowds there are children. You know, like, come on. I, I don't have, disagree. Have a little... I don't disagree. <laughs> like, like, if you want to have that kind of experience, spend a little bit of money and do a set construction. I mean, like, they do that shit with Marvel porn movies all the time. <laughs> How would you know? How would I know? <laughs> because... <laughs> That's what the internet's for, you twit. The Come on, man. The internet is for porn. The internet yeah, exactly. is for porn. <laughs> to grab your dick um, and double click. <laughs> exactly. Like, it, it, oh, yeah, the internet, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know what? As far as the internet's come, and as great advances, it, it, the advances are in technology and everything, and all the capabilities, and the 5Gs, and the Wi-Fis, and whatever, whatever, whatever's, it all, the common denominator of all internet connectivity goes back to fucking porn. Porn. That's it. Okay? That's just it. The internet is a porn engine that searches for other stuff, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw those boobies. Might as well work on that report now. <laughs> Ex exactly. I can't find the video. It's been like... Oh, my God. Big Disney scene to get rid of it. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. you no, know? not Big Disney. And by the way, we covered that Cedar Point uh, we did. escapade and that, that video, mentioned in the article. And that video I did find. <laughs> yeah, we found that one. Oh, well, you know, this is like a hand job on your honeymoon article. You know, we can't find a fucking video. Sitting here trying to, like, create dialogue while you're searching for it. and Well, whatever. But the fact remains, if you're going to do stupid shit like this, get spend some money create a set you know you'd be surprised what you can do with camera angles and a couple of scaffolds you know you can make it look like a ferris wheel you can you know zach king look at the shit that he does he it, he, he makes it look like he picks up a school bus and shakes it around and then puts it down and it drives away you know if zach king can do that you can you can you can make a bullshit ferris wheel set you know whatever all right buck our next story comes from msn.com and i don't care what your political ideology is on this this is some funny shit texas school board clashes with angry mom who wants gandhi banded because of, banned because of critical race theory Members of the Texas State Board of Education heard from an angry mother on Tuesday who said that first graders should not learn about Muhammad Gandhi because she believes it's part of critical race theory. At a, at a meeting to discuss the social studies curriculum for K-12 students, one I woman identified herself as, the, as a mother named Jenna. 
you refer to our flag, bonnets, and mockingbirds as a significant symbol of a Texas community. None of these are emblems of identity and still insult pride and connection with our home. She said that she learned about the inappropriate importance I'm sorry of collaborating with various cultures was inappropriate because students should learn about their own cultures first. Uh, the revision wants to teach a first grader who is still putting notes to the tooth fairy under her pillow about following Gandhi's uh, sorry Gandhi's lead to a peaceful protest. A first grader CRT is already rampant and baked into our curriculum and we don't want to be good little global citizens where we are <laughs> where we are borders and considered a military zone i mean it's just it's like <laughs> just going off it's a border and it's good she explained teach that this is a land of the free and home of the brave be brave state board of education member marissa b perez diaz observed that the witness had been unable to point to specific Texas essential knowledge and skills that contained the standard that she was complaining about. Be specific about what you're talking about so we can understand what you are, if you have an actual legitimate concern or it's not something that uh, you're just hearing and reading and repeating. I, I guess I want to understand what on the history of our and how our borders were created do you need to know about? <laughs> I'm not an expert, Jenna shot back. I don't appreciate you um, belittling. I don't come here with a PhD. I don't come up here as an educator or someone who, uh, from one of these groups, I'm coming here as a parent. Perez Diaz insisted that she was not belittling the parent. You just told our chair that you'd read it somewhere that you, or you had heard it. You didn't know. <laughs> as she explained, and that is not belittling. I'm just acknowledging that you have what you yourself have said. Perez added, my point is asking the, you the question about borders is that it is a clear example of why we need the standards the way that we have written them because the country did not always have borders. This country, we are sitting on stolen land. Members of the audience erupted at the mention of stolen land, forcing the chair to call for quiet. This isn't something that is in our standards, but what is, is in our standards is the understanding our indigenous roots and understanding about how indigenous communities have been impacted. And those sorts of pieces of our history are very important. And so again, I ask, what do you remember about learning about our indigenous histories? She wondered. I don't remember very much about our indigenous histories, the witness admitted. I'm sorry, I can't answer your question about what I had learned about indigenous communities and borders. I know our border is open right now and thousands are flooding over. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Is that is that where this bullshit ends? Yeah, that's where the story ends. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm coming in here with a concern, and I'm only going to present you with my side of the argument, and you're not allowed to counter. You have to agree with me because I'm a parent. Yeah, that, that whole fucking nonsense. Well, I'm a concerned parent. Yeah, you know what? Crackheads are parents, too. <laughs> you know what? As a concerned parent, you should listen to me, the person who knows what the fuck they're talking about, and stop. Just stop. Like, <laughs> like... Stop what? Just just stop. Just just go with stop for right now, and then we'll compartmentalize later. But all systems stop. Full stop. You know. 
like if you're gonna go up and rant like don't show up with one firework you have to show up with like an arsenal you have to know your shit you have to be able to like back up the shit that you say I have a problem with this well good here's everything that you need to know that settles your problem but I still have a problem and I'm a parent with a problem okay so why don't you clearly tell me a little bit more about your don't belittle me I'm not belittling you I just don't really fully understand your problem our problems about borders okay what about the borders and that our indigenous people were in stolen land no no okay no no when the when the presenter said you know about stolen land see i i hate the uh, this woman's clearly an idiot but i i hate when people say well this is stolen land all land is stolen Borders have changed endlessly, not just in the United States, throughout the world. Wars, fights, whatever you want to call between tribes, everything. Everything has is stolen land. Nobody popped into existence and, oh, this is where they at. And they never left. Every Everything has moved. Every Borders have changed. So the whole concept of, oh, it's stolen land. Well, it's all stolen. It's important to know our history. You know, I went to uh, in Durant, Oklahoma. That is the capital of the Choctaw Nation. And I went to the Choctaw Cultural Center, which is a very, very nice museum. Uh, Anybody that's in the area uh, has an opportunity, you should go there. Uh, But if you are uh, somebody who has American flags all over your house and you are all about America... Don't go there. You are not going to have a good time. Uh, they will talk about all the treaties that the United States government broke with the Choctaws. Uh, they will talk about how the Trail of Tears, and they will be very explicit um, about you know this, about what happened. And this is part of the story you don't hear in schools. He said not when I was growing up. And you know you, you always hear about oh we you know the Indians came out and they, they taught us how to grow corn. <laughs> Not exactly the way it went, folks. <laughs> um, it's important you know, that we learn. You have to learn. And just trying to pretend like these things didn't happen is ridiculous. You know, and going around acting like you're cock at a fucking walk and that your actions don't have consequences and that you don't need to learn your shit is exactly why they had to change the state bird of Oklahoma go on well you know what was the state bird i don't fucking know (laughs) well all i know right now is that in oklahoma the state bird is the trash bag okay it's a dirty dirty place it it is (laughs) (laughs) the state you know the the trash bag blowing in the wind (laughs) yeah i got that or as like my son likes to call it an urban tumbleweed Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> All right, folks. Did you also know that the toothbrush was invented in Oklahoma? I did not. I did not. If it was invented anywhere else, it would have been the teeth brush. 
Oh, my God. That brings us to an end of another episode, folks. Thank you for listening to the Social Liability Podcast of 141 episodes. Can you believe that? We have not killed each other in 141 episodes. <laughs> you can also make sure you listen to our second podcast, The Subcockles of Reddit, hosted by Buck. And you can listen to that every Wednesday. The Social Liability Contest, Social Liability Podcast comes out every Saturday morning. I am the Raz. He is the Buck. He's going to try and, and, and miss me for the way I mispronounce that, but I'm going to cut him off before he does, and we'll catch you next Blah. week on the Social Liability Podcast. <laughs>